honor you in this moment and we give you unrestricted access to do your will in this place. That not the will of any man be fulfilled, but your will be done in this house. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Let's just give a clap off and on to God. interesting not one single person that has mounted this altar has stuck to their time schedule <laughs> but yeah i'm not going to stick to the entire schedule amen. amen daniel rightly said that the year 2023 is the year of wealth the lord gave me the instruction approximately two months ago at least the word and he said that 2023 will be your year of wealth and he attached a particular verse to that word he gave me. It was Deuteronomy 8.18. It says, And you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant which he swore to your fathers as it is this day. And I, I was confused because when I got this verse, I said, Lord, it's not giving me the vim and it's not giving me the the almost the momentum to go and get wealth is kind of like a warning like a reminder and i said lord why would you give a word such as this he said because once i have settled it once i have said it it is settled and i said wow because i haven't seen the world that he's talking about just yet but he said that i have already established this house to be one of wealth and for that reason i'm warning you in advance that you don't forget me. Everyone seated, sitting under the sound of my voice, I'm letting you know the Lord has released wealth upon you this year. And I want you to understand wealth, when we think about it, we, we traditionally attach it to money. The archaic um, term for wealth originally was actually well-being, meaning that God is saying that your mental health, your spiritual health, that your mindset, your financial health, your household, your resources, everything that concerns you will be well. Everything that concerns you will be well in Jesus' name. And so this is not the actual body or the heart of what I want to go into today. But I thought, let me just establish that foundation in each and every one of us. When anyone sees their friend and their friend, oh man, this year, duh, duh. sorry, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm wealthy. <laughs> <laughs> you have to adjust your status. Sorry. Maybe that's for them, but not for me. Maybe that's for them, but not for me. All this year, I believe that this house has become familiar with the notion of the process, the storm, going through the fire. Yes. I remember oh, nice. when yeah. Daniel was preaching, he spoke about, yours was fire, isn't it? Was it yeah, yeah, fire, 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 fire. And how you go through the process to overcome. And so I know it's a notion and it's something that we are all very familiar with. If a lady <laughs> is pregnant, no matter how happy she is at the fact that she's about to give birth after nine months to a baby boy or baby girl. She has to go through a process. Yeah. And she may not realize that process, but even if she doesn't realize it, for the fact that she is pregnant, no matter how early in the pregnancy, eventually her body will begin to respond and react. Suddenly her legs will get swollen. Suddenly, she'll find that her sleeping pattern begins to change. 
Suddenly, she's craving Marmite. Suddenly, it's true, this is what I've heard. I've heard pregnant women say, just drive me to the petrol station. Why? I want to smell petrol. Her body will change. She will desire and crave all manner of food, all manner of things, pains, aches, vomiting. Her husband will say to her, oh, let's go to the GP. They'll get to the GP. And no matter how much the GP wants to alleviate the pain, he will say to her, my dear, you're pregnant. It's just part of the process. It is just part of the process. If you want to have that, and you know, women will shout at their husband and say, I'm never doing this again. You feel me? You find this. Da, 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 da. After they fulfill the process and they have that beautiful baby boy or baby girl, oh my God, all the pain. That's how some of all of you, many of you have siblings, because your mom forgot the pain that she went When we are in a position of the process, it hurts. It's not easy. I went gym today with Ifet and Joshua. It was painful. It was painful. But don't you like my stature? It's a painful process. This job I'm wearing didn't fit me two months ago. But <laughs> I'm praying for you, Jemima. But in order to give birth to that which God has given you, we are familiar with the notion and understanding that we have to go through the process. Our biggest issue with the process is that sometimes it's too long and so we want to bail out. Sometimes it hurts and it's painful. It's burdensome and we don't know whether we can go on and suddenly the scripture, the Lord will not give you more than you can bear, goes out the window. And we fight with God and we say, Lord, I don't want to do this anymore. Mm. Or sometimes we just moan and moan and moan and moan. And this is why the phrase, you can see the glass half empty or half full is so important because perception is reality. Perception is reality. How you perceive your situation is actually how it is. If you say, I can't go on, guess what? You can't go on. If you say, I can do all things through Christ, who strengthens me, suddenly, it's not by might, it's not by power, but the spirit of God within you that gives you that strength to overcome the test, whatever it is that the Lord has given you to overcome. Some of us in this room have a complex. But that complex is bound in the name of Jesus. What is that complex? Some of us are so caught up with where we're supposed to be that we can never accept where we currently are. And the problem with many of us is, is that because we constantly live in our future, we don't address our present. We don't address our present. And for some reason, some of us who here believes that they belong in a nice, big, if we were to rank it, five-star house. Amen. Hallelujah. Who, who believes, you know, that you're supposed to have the nice car, this, that, and the other. Yes. And because we believe that, because sometimes we have overperceived our situation, 
We never live a life that will grab all the building blocks to enable us to get there. Some people are so caught up with being rich that they're broke. So caught up with being rich and being perceived to be rich that they will spend their last just so somebody can say, wow. Not knowing that that person is doing a fast for two weeks, not because they're serving God, but because there's no money now to digest. <laughs> there is now a suffering that we are going through because we want others to perceive us in a particular way. I want us to understand that it is important for us to wake up and say, the coffee. Open your eyes to the reality of your situation because the moment you do it, you know, there's this thing that they put on debt letters. Yes, I've had debt letters before. Ignoring it is not going to make it go away. It's a very, very true statement. Ignoring what is in your forefront is not going to enable you to get to where God has destined you to be. The Bible lets us know. And I want each and every one of us in this room to know this today. What is that thing? Is that you are anointed before you are appointed. You are anointed. As in the Holy Ghost oil has been poured on you. You shake everything. You are anointed before you are appointed. Why is this significant? Because it's connected directly to that complex. Yes, God did say that you would have this and have that. You would be this, you would be that. And you've been anointed and given the grace for that thing. But some of us are so deep in what God has said that we're, we're, we're so almost pompous and arrogant to go through the process to get us there. David was anointed. And even after Samuel came and anointed him, he still remained a shepherd boy. David, after being anointed in the presence of his father, Jesse, and in the presence of his brothers, still went back to tending to sheep. Even though the prophet who was renowned came and anointed his head and said, this is the one that will take the place of Saul. And this is the one who will be king. The Bible says, and just to give us clarity and context, in 1 Samuel 16, 12 to 13. So he sent and brought him in. Now he was ruddy with bright eyes and good looking. And the Lord said, arise, anoint him, for this is the one. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brothers. And the spirit of the Lord come upon, came upon David from that day forward. So Samuel arose and went to Ramah. The Spirit of the Lord has come upon you, yes, but it does not defy the process. You have been called by God. You have been appointed by God. You have been given that grace, but it does not delete or erase the fact that one must still go through the process. I want us to understand something very, very quickly. This still is not the heart of my word. By the grace of God, I hope I'm building a picture for you. Because today's message pertains to the lion and the bear. Some of you heard lion and thought I was going to say lamb. No, it's the lion and the bear. The Bible says in 1 Samuel 17, 
31 to 37. Now when the words which David spoke were heard, let me give you some context. Israel is in a situation where the Philistines are about to conquer them. And their big boy, everyone's familiar, I'm sure, the story of David and Goliath. David is there and he, I mean, Goliath is there and he's calling people out saying, who's going to fight me? Forget having a war. Somebody fight me one-on-one. -on -one. Who can step to me? The whole of Israel is afraid. The whole of Israel is afraid. And now the question is, who will go? Who will stand and go and fight Goliath? And so we'll fast forward to the point in which David is now having discourse with Saul. And he says, now when the words which David spoke were heard, they reported them to Saul. And he sent for him. Then David said to Saul, let no man's heart fail because of him. Your servant will go and fight with this Philistine. And Saul said to David, you are not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him. For you are a youth and he a man of war from his youth. The moment Saul saw David's stature, he looked at the situation and he said, David, this is not your battle. Many of us look at our situation. Many of us look at other people's situation. You know, sometimes who you get counsel from is important. Yeah. And somebody may judge you and give you counsel from the abundance of who you are. Not from the abundance of who God has said you are. Not from the abundance of everything that you've been through over the years, but who they perceive you to be. And so they say, no, nah, you can't. I remember when I was just come out of uni, I was gonna pursue the whole law route. I got discouraged by a partner who basically told me that this stuff is serious business, don't waste your time with it. And so I said to my friend, I wanna get into recruitment. And he said, oh no, don't do it. It's commission business. You're not guaranteed to make money. Sometimes we get counsel from people who have no knowledge of yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. And they'll just be, you know, he's a very, very conservative person. Very, very insecure. Not insecure, but he's very, very like, he's not a risk taker. Let's put it that way. Yeah. And it, as in overly not a risk taker. So, you know, there's no more risk that someone will take. He will be avoidant of them. So, he's now said, no, I don't think you should do it. It's a risk. It's this, it's that, it's this, it's that. And I was like, mm, maybe he's right. Maybe I shouldn't do it. And then my lady friend at the time, she said to me, who the hell does he think he is? Why is he telling you not to do it? Look at that OTE. You can earn over 120 grand. Da, 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 da. She fired my head up. I said, yeah, who does he think he is? And she made me feel like I was somebody who I was. Hallelujah. And what happened? I entered the job. Within two years, over 100K. Because of the right counsel. Because also of the way she perceived me. And the fact that I was able to be in that position. I didn't allow his opinion to be projected onto me. You have to, you know, I used to think, why are some Christians so OTT? I rebuke it in Jesus' name. Life and death is in the tongue. I've decided I'll rebuke that thing if you say anything concerning. Yeah, I bind it in the name of Jesus. Why? Because life and death is in the tongue. 
someone could say something so subtle and you may not even take it or think that you absorbed it in the moment until you're laying in bed at night. You're saying, hmm, this person said this. Because words sow seeds. And so we're in a position where Saul does not perceive or see David to be the kind of man that can fight this battle. We'll read on. But David said to Saul, your servant used to keep his father's sheep. And when a lion or a bear came and took a lamb out of the flock, I went out after it and struck it and delivered the lamb from its mouth. And when it arose against me, I caught it by its beard and struck and killed it. Your servant has killed both lion and bear. And this uncircumcised Yarabu Philistine will be like one of them, seeing as he has defied the armies of the living God. Moreover, David said, the Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear, he will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said to David, go and the Lord be with you. When we read this scripture, one of the biggest things that we need to understand and attempt to do as believers is understand, comprehend. We read it, it sounds like a fable, it sounds like a tale, but let's make it real life. Raise your hand if you've seen a lion before. Hallelujah. Some of us, our moms let us go to the zoo on school trips. Amen. A lion can be as long as 10 feet. It can weigh up to 550 pounds. In kg, that's about 250 pounds. My personal best in the gym on bench press is 140 kg. Do you know what that means? If a lion was to lie on top of me, I would die. <laughs> I would die. A bear can weigh up to 800 pounds. That is 350 kg. David, Bengale, stick man, went to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with a bear and a lion to save the sheep. Understand what would have been going through his mind when he seen his sheep being taken away by the lion. Where he's reached the stage where he understands that his responsibility is more important than the fear that he may have for the lion. Where there is more value on his purpose, his responsibility, and his duty than his life. Miles Monroe says the greatest tragedy in life is not death, but life without a purpose. If you don't fulfill purpose, and it's so key and it's so important what Ruth was sharing today, if you don't understand and know your purpose, it is a life that is not worth living. David fought and grabbed the bear. David fought and grabbed the lion. Why is this significant? It is significant because of this. Over the years, you have been fighting lions and bears. In 2022, Mercy, have you seen lions? Jesus, wrong person. God, keep reminding me. Don't ask mercy. Raise your hand if you've seen a lion in the year 2022. Amen. Yeah, well. She's not in the spirit. She'll get, she'll join us. All of us have had our battles, lions and bears. We've had wounds, bruises. People don't survive these battles. 
But yet time and time again, whether it's your finances, whether it's your family, whether it's your health, whether it's your career, all of these individual instances, these occurrences, some of them all coming at different points in time, are lions and bears. Over the past five to ten years, there have been battles that you've overcome. There have been things that you didn't think you were going to survive, yet you're still here. People died in the year 2022. I lost up to four people in the space of two months. A battle that I didn't even see coming. Lions and bears. Lions and bears. But like David said, the same God who delivered me from the lion and bear will deliver me from this uncircumcised Philistine. The lion and bear will build up your resilience. The lion and bear not only builds up your resistance, uh, resilience and resistance, yes, but it also prepares you for Goliath. Who here has played PlayStation, Tekken, Mortal Kombat, fighting games? When you play these games, you will fight one person. One person will be low ranking. And as you progressively fight and defeat person after person, there's this thing they call the boss. Once you have conquered everybody, you then come to the boss. What you don't realize that as that little child is playing PlayStation and defeating one enemy after the other, he's growing in skill. He's grown in capacity, he's grown in his ability. He learns a new move, he, 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 he begins to discover. You know, I, I love listening to stories of our parents who are first generation, or you know, we are the, whatever generation, our parents that came from back home and they started life with 100, 150 pounds and they had to figure it out. What is Citizens Advice Bureau? They don't know it. What is School Governing Body? They don't know it. All they know is cleaning job and whatever they give them in their hourly rate. Which one is tax? They don't tax us in our country. And they had to figure it out. And they had to be innovative and they had to be creative. And those were the early lions and bears that they fought. And the different experiences that they would have found, whether it's people trying to dupe them or scam them to losing money, to trusting people, these are the different lions and bears that they faced. The Lord told me to tell you that it is your adversity that qualifies you for Goliath. It is your adversity that qualifies you for Goliath. If you haven't fought no lions and bears, don't think you can take on Goliath. Bible says, Timothy, study that you show yourself approved. You must be qualified to be approved. David could not be king unless he fought the lion and the bear. Because when he had dialogue with Saul, 
the conversation went, but Saul, I have fought a lion, I have fought a bear. I can defeat Goliath. If you have not been through anything, how will you attain the wealth that God has for you in 2023? Because when the enemy raises up, comes up like a flood, how is the standard going to be raised against him if all you've ever been doing is drowning? When you haven't learned how to swim, think about it. This is the year in which we rise. This is the year. You know, when David fought the lion and the bear, nobody knew. Nobody knew. Nobody knew until he announced it when his Goliath was before him. Goliath is coming this year. Goliath is coming this year. And when Goliath comes, you can smile and say, who is this uncircumcised Philistine that comes against me in the name I need you to understand that there is a different energy, a different stance when you face warfare this year. Because you've played with the lion. You've played with the bear. You've done it all. Whether it's concerning finances, whether it's concerning marriage, your career, whatever it is. You have played with the lion and bear. You have the skill set to now face Goliath. This is what God is saying to me. You now have the skill set. If you are broke in the year 2023, it's you. It is nothing else. Because you've been broke. You've suffered. You know what it feels like. So why are you now broke again? They say that insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting something different to happen. If you are going to do the same thing last year as you are, as, if you're going to say the same thing last year, this year, I'm telling you for free, you're wasting your time. You're wasting your time. God said to me retrospectively, as if the wealth, as if I was already in my palace, do not forget the Lord your God, for he is the one who gives you power and wealth, the power to, to, to attain wealth. I said, God, it's as if you're talking like I already have it. He said, have I not said it? If I have said it, it is done. So he's now gone beyond the process of me being wealthy and is now speaking to me about, don't forget me. He didn't say, don't forget me when you make it. He said, don't forget me because you've made it. You have already made it. You have already been established in my will. And all that is, you know, they say that it must happen in the spirit before we see it manifest in the flesh. The words that come forth are spirit and life. So when God speaks a thing, it is established. It is. That's why the Bible says, speak into existence those things that are not as if they was. So you never say I'm sick because the Lord has said you are healed. You are not broke because he said I will supply all your needs according to his riches in glory. This year I need you to understand that Goliath is going to be defeated in your life. And what comes after Goliath's defeat is you being thrown. 
When Goliath is defeated, you are made king. You are, and this is what I need you to understand because heavy is the head that does what the heavy is the head and and this is what the Lord wants you to prepare for your head is about to get heavy because the burdens of yesterday are not going to be the burdens you know the 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 the, the, the pressures that a servant has is not equal to the pressures of a king they're a whole different ball game I remember life when I come home the food is there you switch on the TV last last you hoover the house before mom beats you that, 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 that was life. That was life. But, ah, you know, as children, you need to understand in this Western country, the Bible says that even the birds of the air do not worry where the next... That was our lives, let's be honest. As children in this country, we never worried. It was never really like, are we going to eat? We always... Ah. But now, before my mom was that king, now, it's as if my story has changed. <laughs> now, I have responsibilities. And they're different from the ones that I had. If I could go back to those days. Oh, oh, is it to Hoover? Mommy, I didn't know it was like this. If it was just to Hoover, I would have... With my tongue, I would have mopped that floor. Because tax... Huh, council tax... Road tax. Oh, every tax that is available. You, this country so cruel, everything must be taxed. Inheritance tax. Inheritance tax. He dies. It is criminal. It is criminal. I want us to just walk away from today knowing that God has equipped you to do everything this year. Whatever you've written down is your plan for the year. I want you to praise him in advance because he has already done it. He has already established it. Sandra, and I'm going to use her as a testimony. She's in the house today. Sandra said to me that, and I found so much value in this because Sandra is somebody who I would classify as a foundation member of the ministry who has been absent without leave for three years. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Sandra, in the times that she did come periodically, like once, six months, or once a year, or two months, something along those lines. Every time I prayed or gave Sandra a word, and I said, this is what the Lord has said to me. I don't even remember. But every time we're in conversation, and we've been in conversation more as a recent, she would say to me that, Oh, remember when you said da 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 da? Because you said da 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 da, I did da 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 da. I said, wow. When you stand on the word that is given by God, the word that is given by God, Bible says that lead me beside the still waters. His word will be a lamp unto your feet. When you allow the word of God, this is why some people can walk out of here and feel the euphoria and fade into their normal lives, literally after this evening. And others can go home and say, it's as if I can't sleep tonight because this year of wealth, let me start to figure out how 
the Lord is navigating me into purpose, destiny, and his will for my life. Who are you going to be this year? Are you going to remain David, the shepherd boy? Or will you become David, the king? Will you become David, the king? All the components of kingship, everything that requires you to get to that stage, the Lord has said, it is in you. You've been through it. There is nothing more to reveal to you in order for you to make the next step. So if you have a business, or oh, the Lord has been impressing on you to start some business, and you're still waiting for signs and wonders. The sign was when he sowed that seed inside of you. If you've had a business and it has failed and started and failed and started, do you know what we call that? Lions and bears. Lions and bears are only preparing you for Goliath. Do not reject failure. Do not be scared to fail. You know, one of the beautiful and one of the most amazing things God has given each and every one of us in this room is pain. The ability to feel pain. Why is it important? God forbid the welfare team by chance gave me kettle water and I pick up this glass, and because I have no pain sensory scientists help me in my body, I now drink. And I'll be flowing, I'll be drinking kettle water. While my lip and my tongue and everything is dissolving away. Pain enables you to pull it away and say, ah, it's as if it's too hot. The pain of disappointment, the pain of loss. of not achieving your goals, the pain of not seeing what you desire to manifest is a blessing. The sooner you embrace the pain, the struggle, the hardship, the quicker you'll get to the promised land. The quicker you'll get to the promised land. I want you to understand, and I'm going to end on this note, that when, when, when the presence of God is ho hovering over something, particularly his word, and when the Bible says creation earnestly waits for the manifestation of the sons of God, I want you to think of it like this. When the Lord has given a word, he's now waiting for somebody to connect with it. Because when he gives that word and he's waiting for somebody to connect it, it means that spiritually has he has already charged and prepared everything it now requires us human beings to connect with that word and make that word manifest but when it, the bible says that david was anointed and god was upon him god is connected to his word when he is now upon you because you've now crossed that word there is nothing you cannot do jesus said for god has anointed me with the holy ghost and with power
For Jesus Christ was anointed. I think it was Paul that said, for Jesus Christ was anointed with the Holy Ghost and with power. Once you're anointed, when, when his word is prepared concerning the thing, the Bible speaks and says that he's looking for an intercessor. Because when there's an intercessor, he begins to navigate. He begins to maneuver. That area which is dry, which is desolate, the living waters of the Holy Ghost begins to flow through because of one intercessor. Time and time again, mankind has been preserved because of one person who could stand in the gap. Because of one person who could stand in the gap. Whether it was a prophet, whether it was Noah, whoever it was, one person could stand in the gap. This is your year. This, when I tell you guys this is your year, I, I want you to understand that this year, this year is your, it is so your year that I cannot, so sorry, this is your year. This, this, this is your year. I'm telling you that this year is your year. There is an unprecedented breakthrough and release from heaven. As it, you people have seen me in tracksuit for three years. This is your year, guys. This is your year. This is your year. You need to believe and you need to walk holy in that which God has for you. Whatever you've been through, I'm letting you know it is for God to be glorified. It was so God could equip you. We don't, um, sometimes we go through some things and we're like, God, why? God, why, 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 why? For your purpose. For your purpose. Somebody who is whole can never embrace somebody and understand the pain of being broken if they haven't been broken themselves. There's a certain empathy. A certain, do you know, I, I'll be honest, there's some situations where I see some people go through, I'm like, oh, wow, wow that must be peak. And then someone else will be like, oh my God. They'll say, Timmy, don't understand. I'm like, yeah, I don't. No, Timmy, I've been there. I've been there. And if you have gone through what you've gone through, that somebody else can go through it and survive it and live to tell the tale. Give glory all to God. Give glory to God. I want the choir to just come up and I want us to rise up onto our feet. Because God has been good to us.